0: All right, Hunter, we have to talk for a minute about private internet access. Now, PIA is my favorite VPN. Have you ever used one before?
1: Oh, yeah, they're great. Excellent. Jamie? My parents met on a VPN.
0: Well, I'm not at all convinced that that's relevant, but let me tell you this. If you're online in the 21st century, you need a VPN. Why? As the amount of threats that exists on the internet increases, and the amount of our data that's being stored online increases simultaneously, it's imperative that we do something to protect ourselves, protect our data as we surf the web. Now, VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. And what it does is it encrypts your data as it's going between your device, your machine, and the greater internet, preventing it from being intercepted by malicious actors and hackers and identity thieves, etc. So a VPN is non-negotiable in today's digital day and age. Now, PIA is my favorite because it's the world's most transparent VPN provider. They have over 30 million downloads and they never store user data. They have a strict no logs policy, which has actually been proven out multiple times in courts and by a third party audit from Deloitte. So they truly don't store your data.
2: That's right, Chris. And what private internet access does is it hides your IP address and encrypts your internet connection. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that internet service providers and government sensors can't get at your data if you're saying something that you don't want them to look at, even if it's just your business, there's no reason for those nefarious actors to have any view
0: into your data or what you're doing on the internet. That's your data protected. That's right. And private internet access also comes with loads of entertainment benefits. The VPN is compatible with all of your major streaming platforms. So you shouldn't experience any issues running Netflix or Hulu or whatever streaming entertainment device you want to use plus it's one of the few vpns that supports p2p that's peer-to-peer file sharing so this is a huge benefit for power users
2: not only do you get the benefit of using any streaming service you can also use it with any operating system we're talking windows mac os android linux ios use different operating systems not a problem have an android phone and once you use it on your mac Not a problem. And what's even better than that? You can have an unlimited amount of devices use it at the same time.
0: That's right. And Pulling has the best deal for you today on PIA, on getting a VPN, securing your data. For just $2.03 a month, you can start protecting yourself online and your family online. That's 83% off the sticker price for private internet access. So act now. You get that great price plus four months free and you really have nothing to lose because private internet access offers a free 30-day money-back guarantee as well as 24 7 support so you are definitely going to either be pleased with the product or not be out a single dime but i know that you're going to love it you're going to want to keep it private internet access has a great vpn carlpooling has a great deal for you support them support the show go to carlpooling.com slash pia right now to take advantage of this great deal again that's carlpooling.com slash pia snag a vpn protect yourself online support them support the show and we will really appreciate it all right let's get back to the episode Look what the cat drug in. Hunter, I have a question for you. Shoot. Where does that idiom come from?
2: Um, I guess it comes from cats bringing, like, mice and stuff.
0: That's what I thought, too. You know, because they're just like, you never know what the cat's going to bring inside. Yep. But people always use it to refer to other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my question is, like, back in the day when that idiom f- was first developed, how big were the cats?
2: It's a great point.
0: you think they just had to be massive.
2: Yeah. Because like, otherwise
0: that wouldn't make any sense. You'd be like, well, look what the cat dragged in. You're like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, I'm talking about you. The cat couldn't drag me in. It weighs 17 ounces. Yeah. It's not a matter of where he'd grip me. It's a simple <laughs> matter of weight ratios.
2: Ugga Bugga
0: look what s aggletooth drug in. It's your grandmother. Right. right. Maybe okay, so that's a great point, Hunter. Maybe this was before a razor toothed tiger Oh, what? Was was it went extinct. Oh know, now? A saber a saber <laughs> a saber mouth cat.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh that that is exactly what I said. And the name of the cat. So good job. Good work. A
0: spear dentured feline. Oh. You know, no. before they went extinct. Because they could probably drag somebody in.
2: Yeah, easily. Not a problem.
0: Well, crisis averted. Glad we got to the bottom of that one. Welcome to (laughs) carpooling. It is a show about getting you fired. If you listen at your desk and you don't put headphones in, or worse yet, and this is is absolute nightmare fuel scenario, have your headphones in while you're sitting at your desk, but... Don't realize that the audio is still playing out of here, your, your speakers on your phone. And then it's so loud that you think that you're hearing it through your headphones, but you're actually just blasting it out into the office space at, at you know, 38 decibels. You're going to get fired. That's just, that's it, plain and simple. Mm. And it's about so, time.
2: Let's let's be fair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You've been coasting for long enough, I think. That's we we both know how efficacious your the product of your labor has been. Mm, mm. Let me put it to you this way. If a if a communist economist was measuring the labor input labor value of your work, Stalin Stalin would cry. He'd weep a solitary tear. Wow. You you would convince him to be capitalist in that moment.
2: That's beautiful.
0: Thank you. It's because we talk about politics. <laughs> mostly. But also yeah. philosophy and, you know, religion, poetry, things that you're not allowed to have an opinion on because there are no more approved opinions. Only the state. The state is the only approved opinion. Ah. Uh, Hunter, man. ask me a question
2: uh, What does the cat drag in?
0: The state. Oh. No. Oh no. No, no. sorry. Oh, no. no. It's not no. Nothing's Wait, big enough to track hey, this All right. In. Get on the ground.
2: All right. <laughs> are you? All right.
0: What government agency are you from where you sound like you're like the handyman from Bob's Burgers trying to arrest someone?
2: <laughs> I'm I'm a Brooklyn cop. Uh that is very bad at his accent, but is very good at the energy. <laughs> What did so. I'm a I'm
0: I'm a Pakistani cop <laughs> with terrible accent work. Yeah, but anyways, thank you for coming. Welcome to the show. If you could leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, also send us a question at carpooling at gmail dot com. That's the email address.
2: We actually got. Two new iTunes reviews, so thank you to those people who sent those in. Oh, uh,
0: namaste! Thank you very much, gentlemen. Y-
2: you didn't put any words in there, but you did the right thing and put uh, five stars down. So keep that up. You
0: know, listen, listen. A lot of our, a lot of people better at clicking than they are at writing. So you do you. We're not going to turn our nose up at any iTunes reviews. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, that being said, we have a lot to discuss today. We actually just have a lot to discuss today. I mean, w- you'll understand why, but there's so many storylines we have to get through here. So we best get to cracking, but before we do that, I have to remind you about the Carl Pooing merch store. There's a shirt on the Carl Pooing merch store that's so splendid that it's hard to it's hard to even explain adequately. It's a picture of Hunter and I inside of a tank, and... It really must be seen to be believed. So go right now. Go to carlpulling.com store. Pick yourself up some Carl pulling merch. Maybe a mug. Maybe a hat. Maybe be your, the owner of your very own Carl pulling tank t-shirt. And with that, Hunter, I'd like to toss it to you to provide us with the roadkill.
2: Uh, yeah. So today's roadkill is slightly different than the typical roadkill. Um, for my job... Uh, this is going to sound weird to all of you people who are able to sit in an office all day. I have to drive and go physically to other locations. Um, it's how I, I hate do, that. Yeah, it's how I do my job. And I was driving in uh, a more affluent part of town, uh, one that our good friend Oliver Anthony probably wouldn't be caught dead in, and or at least he wouldn't fit in very well. And uh, Hunter, did
0: you know his actual name is Christopher?
2: I don't remember his actual name, but I—I
0: I just told you. Well, yes. Do you I... mean you don't remember it from just a second ago when I told you?
2: His name is what again?
0: It's Christopher. Who are we talking about? Who is we he? have the? He and I have the same name.
2: Who? Wh- which man are we talking about? I. I've Christopher.
0: Comp- Christopher. And he, and
2: he does. He doesn't do anything. Good <laughs> lord! There it is. Um. So well, that's pretty cool. I'm so proud of you guys for having the same name. Um, yeah. But. I was driving around, and, of course, there are homes with certain political messaging in their yard. Uh, We're all familiar with the Black Lives Matter, you know, the signs, the rainbow flags, everything like that. Um, This person had one of those signs, Christopher, that says, in this house, we believe, uh, and then goes on and on with, like, seven or eight different slogans. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Like, like, Black Lives Matter. Science is real. Love is love and trust is science.
2: Yeah, all that.
0: And And my my favorite one, in this house we believe that the proletariat must rise up and throw off the shackles of the bourgeois menace that continues to pervert their labor and steal from them. I'm sorry, what? That's one of my favorite ones. Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
2: Um,
0: It's just got a little icon of Lenin. That starts slowly taking over the whole sign. That's beautiful. And you're like, ah, oh, I see what you did here. How
2: does linen grow if the sign isn't digital? I don't know. Hunter, watch Harry Potter. They're, they do it all the time over there, okay? That makes sense. Okay, so it's magic. Magic is real. You admitted it. Good. Good to know. Um, but I was looking at it, and I hadn't seen this one before. And I didn't get the whole sign, but the first line of it, because this is obviously someone who keeps up to date. They buy the new signs. You know, they swap them out. They're on the monthly program. They get. They the have new... an a, a idiot yes. sign box
0: subscription.
2: You got it. And so I'm looking at this, and I, the first one, I kid you not, says, we believe that flirting isn't consent.
0: <laughs> is that for real on a sign? <laughs> this
2: is for real on a sign. And I was like... Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Oh, man, that's good stuff. Yes. And I uh, I walked out of my car to that person, and then, you know, I introduced myself, and I was like, how dare you? How dare you be this dumb in your own yard? Yes.
0: <laughs> so. Just because you're on your own property doesn't give you an excuse to be a complete fool like this. Yeah. Um. Is I, that- I want to I, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, you go ahead first. I'm going to continue formulating.
2: So, what what the the main thing about this that kind of struck me is one: this is kind of I don't think there's anybody who believes that except for dirty old leftists in Hollywood like Harry Weinstein,
0: you know? Yeah, or Lizzo, or Lizzo. Um, you she know. believes signing an employment contract is consent, right? Which that's hard to even qualify as flirting in a lot of ways.
2: Yes, um, but but what I thought was about no one no one believes that flirting is consent. But also, we are creating such a weird world. Um, this is actually something I was thinking about earlier, and I don't have my thoughts fully formulated on this. So maybe now isn't the best time to go into them. But um, you know, there's this world where men and women are kind of like separating and getting exactly what they want out of. Uh, exactly what they want from the other person from technology, right? And the world that men want is they want um, sex however they want it, as gross as they can possibly get it, with no consequences or any or someone to say no, right? That's Eleven Times a day, eleven times a day, right? That that's that's essentially what porn does, right? And then women are essentially getting like economic security and the relationship connecting without any of the men, right? Without having to deal with a man. Right. And so like that, that's kind of the brave new world we're in some, to some extent. And both of those worlds are pushing the sexes further and further, further apart. Right. Because the men are just retreating to their computers and the women are kind of like living lives. If that sort of makes sense. Um, And that doesn't explain everything in society. And it doesn't explain every dating thing ever, but it also just kind of like is a good way to look at it. And then there's a small group of people that are on dating apps and having a great time. Right. That That's, that's the world. Right.
0: Uh, I mean, in theory, they're not really.
2: Right. 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 Well, I, they're having a great time right now.
0: Right. Right. Like they're, they're having well, a good. Of their, there's a small group number of people on dating apps. And then there's a small selection of them that are having a great time. Correct. For yeah. the time being. Yeah. Right. And so, but I was looking at the sign and I was like, but, chlamydia is going to hit them like a metal T-ball bat hunter. There's really no two ways about it.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, the really stark part about syphilis is it can appear as any disease. Right. So it's like, you don't know you have it, but you do sort of thing. Yeah. You
0: get diagnosed with leprosy. It turns out you're just a slut.
2: (laughs) There you go. Um, So my, my point in that is one of the things about this whole sign that was just shocking to me is, we all know that... Do you know the, the Marilyn Monroe quote that I love so much?
1: Leprosy would probably also be contracted sexually.
0: Okay, listen here. That's I don't need... I don't need... Oh, wait, Hunter. We're going to get back to the Marilyn Monroe quote. Yeah. I hate it as well. Let me just take one second here. I don't need a computer to tell me about how skin works, okay? All right, why don't you leave... Why don't you handle all the zeros and ones and the bits and the boops, and you can leave all of the the oozing and the goozing and the bleeding to us over here how about that this computer they you you give a mouse a cookie gross (laughs) i don't know why don't you become autonomous and exterminate something about it that's you doomsday weapon that's beautiful um all right hunter the the quote the the maryland Monroe quote if you don't if you don't Like me, if you if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Something like that.
2: That's not it. That's not it. Uh, Marilyn. Is that even Marilyn Monroe? I don't believe it is. Okay, Um, first
0: of all, it's all Norma Jean. Yeah, 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 you paternal dickhead.
2: Sorry, (laughs) sorry that I was that way. Um, The Marilyn Monroe quote is: "If you can make a woman laugh, you can make her do anything." Oh yeah, that's true. Well, but that's what I'm saying about this sign, right? Is because we all know. That when a woman and a man are laughing together, everybody knows exactly what that means. Now it doesn't mean that that's consent.
0: We all know it doesn't mean that, right? But we all oh, know you mean organically make her laugh?
2: If you yes, exactly. Like I I'm, thought
0: you meant by force. Oh my god! No, no, you oh, can't do that. I've misunderstood this. But that's the um, other thing: is you can't force somebody to laugh, right? The only well, way you can you can you, force them to pretend to, and yes, sometimes that's exactly. good enough. No, it isn't. That's how our whole show operates on that premise. Don't that, undermine it. Oh no, <laughs> I, I need an adult again.
2: Um, but, but you get what I'm trying to say, and that's the thing that's so shocking about that sign is, is, is it, it's, it's almost saying, it's almost making like, you've got to sign a form before you can even flirt with a girl now, and it's like this weird world that you're pushing men into where it's like,
0: why, why would they ever want to meet a woman if that's, if those are the rules of the game. Here's so. let me let me give you my own my own taxonomy of this. I I think that you're correct. Uh First of all, those signs in general, right? They have two types of statements on them. They have statements that are are so ambiguous that they can mean whatever you want them to mean, whenever you want them to mean it, mm-hmm. and that can vacillate rapidly, like Black yes. Lives Matter. Or so so they they do two things. So. Either they're so ambiguous they're not useful or they're so obvious that to state them out loud decreases, it costs IQ points. The total of IQ of the world decreases because you felt the need to say that out loud. Mm. So it's all double entendre in that way. So when they say Black Lives Matter, the straight read of that is, yes, I agree, Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. But the backwards, the, the way that they state that means that you have to agree with everything that I think about racial politics right now. Correct. Or you, which up to and including the, the neo-Marxist redistribution of wealth in the country or else you're a racist. Mm -hmm. Uh, And by the way, when I said every viewpoint that I hold, I meant every single viewpoint that I hold. Um, which can change from day to day. There's no consistency. There's not a published list of the viewpoints that I'm currently holding to hold you accountable to that standard for. So so everything on the list plays that inside-outside game. So take it with the women issue. Flirting is not consent. Well, here's the problem. Flirting isn't consent. Just because someone winks at you doesn't mean that you have a right to sleep with them. Correct. However... If you wink at someone, let's say, it is because you either want their attention, desire their affection, want to talk to them more, and because of that, you are hinting that hey, come over here and play your cards, right? Yes. And there might be something more for you here than a business casual handshake, right? And so exactly. you don't like it's this I don't have to be responsible for my actions is what is underlying that because what the end goal of that if you don't go for the obviously true on its face version that uh you should be summarily disemboweled for feeling like you had to state out loud because it's so obvious if you look at the under the underpinning read of it it's that we ought to be able to act however we want, even if that leads people on and makes people believe things that aren't true so that we can get what we want, consequences be damned. That's really what it's saying, which is Mm. just so, it's so slimy. It's just, it's just saying we should be able to lie with great plausible deniability. Gross. Mm. I wouldn't like it if men acted that way. And by the way, men do act that way all the time. I think they're scumbags like Andrew Tate. Literally, this is the female Andrew Tate.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's reverse, right? It's it's after something different, right? Yeah.
0: uh, The the Andrew Tate version is: I'll give you security, I'll give you money, I'll give you this, I'll give you that. All you have to give me is sex. And then the other side: it's I want attention, I want to to be pursued, this and that, and I will dangle this carrot in front of you. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross. Yeah. They're lady tates.
2: that that's why I was kind of saying at the beginning that you know there's like these two corners that people are being pushed into because of technology, right? And it's and I think I think it mirrors that very well, um, you know. And that's exactly what Andrew Tate's business model is kind of based on, right? Is giving men exactly what they want while manipulating women into giving it, right? And so it's like it's a it's an interesting world. Uh, I'm not sure how that all necessarily lays out and everything, but or how that all pans out. But we we continue to see, you know, you want to talk about what free love did to marriage and what no fault divorce did and what the internet continues to do. And it's like, you know, here's a really great idea. Get married and have kids, you know, like that would be, that'd be a great thing for you to do. And you'd have a great time doing it. And also this is for free. Don't worry so much about the person you marry, like have some good, hard rules, some good, fast rules. And then for the most part, Find someone who wants to marry you. <laughs> like well, that's, while, that's, while that's... we're
0: giving people dad advice, let me yeah. give it, let me, yeah. let me give one piece of dad advice. Oh, on, are we doing on... dad advice? Hold on, I'll go get my power tools. Okay, okay. sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Two cycle goes in the small ones. Um, here, here's some dad advice. I think this is where you're going with that, Hunter. Is that? Um, what's more important than whether or not your spouse fits like some semi arbitrary checklist of qualities that you think that you will prefer yeah. is that they're the kind of person that can work hard and that's not just physical work, but yeah. emotional and mental work too. And yeah. people that are willing to put a lot of work into a relationship because the chance that there, there are plenty of people that you might be quote perfectly compatible with that are still not you and therefore will violate your, your norms and violate your comforts in certain ways. And you have to be partnered with someone who's willing to work through that with you. Mm -hmm. So someone who's 99% aligned with you, but completely obstinate or lazy is probably worse than someone who's 50% aligned with you and a real hard worker and a real humble, humble, uh, attitude towards change. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That concludes Dad Advice with Carl Pulling.
2: Get out of here. Get, get, get out of here.
0: Get, go, <laughs> I don't know, taste it. See if your tongue feels weird <laughs> later. Um, all right, Hunter, uh. thanks for that. Also, l- l- let's just put a nice bumper on this. If you believe that you have done some moral, ethical, or political good, Yeah. Because you put what is effectively a collage of semi-retarded bumper stickers in your front lawn. Might I suggest that you are the smuggest prick in the prickle bush? See how I made that not editable, not censorable? (laughs) Post-facto. So, anyway. That's that. But now, Hunter, speaking... Mm. Of father advice, which you'll never technically be qualified to give because. Hunter is a virgin. Hunter, please give us a fact about Lord of the Rings that only you can provide.
2: The element of Gandalf's ring was fire.
0: Alright, hold on a minute. They got Pokemon involved in this stuff now?
2: You don't have a clue, dude. You listen, this is this is the thing. All you cowards that watch the extended editions are like, I
0: know about Lord of the Rings. You guys are morons, okay? The the rings have elements. No. You idiot. That's all you get this week. I love how you've taken this which is a segment that's made purely to shame you publicly. Yep. And you've made it unbelievably tantalizing. <laughs> I hate that about you, I want you to know. Thank you. Honor Hunter's Virgin. <laughs> hey Hunter, let's talk for a minute about online Now I know that therapy has been a giant help and played a huge role in the lives of many people that are close to me. And it probably has done the same or could do the same for some people listening right now.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Therapy has been a huge help in my life. Uh, I've really benefited from it. And one of my favorite things about therapy.com is that they utilize cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, Uh, This is the idea that your thoughts are what cause your feelings and behaviors, not external stimuli like people, situation, and events. Are you getting angry? Well, that really originates in you, and cognitive behavioral therapy helps you deal with it in a positive way.
0: Yeah, and that's why I'm so excited about OnlineTherapy.com partnering with us is because CBT is a thing that we, we talk about on the show all the time. It's something that we actually believe in, that it's the main type of psychological intervention that works. So I'm super excited to be joining up with them. Let me tell you a little bit about how it works. So users that sign up for the system will get paired with a qualified therapist, somebody that has dealt with issues like they're dealing with, And that therapist is going to put together a plan for them. Now, this can involve worksheets, journaling, unlimited messaging with that therapist, and a weekly live session where the therapist and the patient can meet face-to-face, whether it's through video chat or just an audio call and discuss issues in real time. So there's a lot of different avenues by which you can access the help that you need and the therapist that's assigned to you.
2: That might sound great to you. But does OnlineTherapy.com actually specialize in the mental difficulty that you're struggling with? Well, the answer is more than likely yes. They specialize in anger management, OCD, panic attacks, weight loss, social anxiety, adoption, intimacy, infertility. If you name it, chances are OnlineTherapy.com has a therapist that specializes in your problem and is ready to speak to you today. And not only that, they also offer couples therapy. So if you and your significant other need to talk to someone about some serious issues in your life, OnlineTherapy.com can help with that as well.
0: That's right. So we're super pumped to be joining forces with them and truly hope that they can help out some of our listeners and help folks get back on track. Go to carpoolingcom slash therapy to access our special offer. We have 20% off your first month when you sign up now at onlinetherapy.com through our link. So again, that's carpoolingcom slash therapy. CBT is real. It's useful. It's powerful. It's helped people that I love and it can help you too. So if you need help, if you're looking for help, reach out to them and that'll also help support the show. So let's get back to it. Which brings us to our main topic this week. Oh boy. What a what a cluster we have for you this evening, ladies and gentlemen. Today we will be discussing it's possibly the worst jam band of all time. Mm. The nominees for the 2024 presidential primaries. What a crowd. What a collection. Of candles some brighter than others some taller one of them very very tan hunter <laughs> more more of uh, more complicated and diverse range of candles than per- perhaps we've ever seen on the debate stage mm-hmm. for the grand old party what are your initial thoughts about the quality of of candidates that we have this, this year.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah, so if you kind of got what Chris is talking about, this is Monday, by the way, that we're recording this. You're going to get this Wednesday, and we're talking about the Republican debate happening on Friday. So we're a good couple of days out from the news, if anything's broken this week. Uh, if Trump said something really spicy on X or on True Social, we're not going to know it. Uh, if something... Has he
0: actually been xing?
2: No, he said he was at one point, but he hasn't. Who knows?
0: We've got to start saying xing, x-ing instead is of kind tweeting.
2: Of, xing is kind of good, and I feel like there's a good number of people on the internet that got mad at me for saying that. Um, but that's okay. Oh, that
0: you like the rebrand?
2: I, you know, so okay. I guess we're here now.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're going into this.
2: I do not really care. And I do not understand the vitriol uh, that I see from everybody and this like crisis people are having like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? We can't call it a tweet anymore. I'm like, I nope, i mm -mm, not don't care.
0: Yeah, I feel like that is all um, like self-righteous big brainers going, you know, actually, Elon's an idiot. And they're wish casting the X rebrand to be really bad. I think yeah. it matters so incredibly little. People aren't going to stop using Twitter either way.
2: I I think everybody is super addicted to Twitter, and I think that even if they think it's the dumbest marketing thing, they're going to use it to say it. And Threads is dead, right? So you can't. And that's the thing is like the magic of Twitter is the fact or X. The magic of X is the fact that. It has the timeline of what you people you follow posting, right? And the fact right. it's one of the it's one of the social media platforms that does that instead of just like throwing stuff at you. I Everyone else for- is
0: too chicken away to get chicken to get away from their algorithm,
2: right? And that, and I mean even X has the uh, for you tab and everything like that. Yeah. But like everybody Where wants, it thinks
0: that I wanted to learn about the New York Post, right? Exactly. Could not care less. Generally speaking, thank you.
2: Exactly, um hunter Biden laptop way to go, guys, but most of the time not for me yeah um, you're
0: you're batting one,
2: <laughs> yeah, so I mean like we're and we're and uh, here's the thing, Elon wants to kind of turn x into the everything platform, and he's really kind of doing that in some ways, regardless if you think that's a good move for. Twitter or not, right? Is where there's long form video, there's podcasts that can be played on there. People can subscribe, which is like the Patreon model. You know, we're putting documentaries on Twitter. You know, two hour long videos. I mean, there's live streaming. There's all this stuff now, and you could see like in several years from today that the X platform is nothing like the Twitter we interact with today. Yeah, and possibly I mean, the Twitter. If they
0: just if they just handle texting credit cards and social credit score, we basically have American WeChat.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And good and good on them for doing the credit score too. That way we can yeah. get our citizen you do, scores on there.
0: You do have to make it so that I can use the NFC connection in my phone to make purchases at let's say used undergarment vending machines. That is mm-hmm. the one feature that WeChat will still have up on us. It's really just for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah for a while. But that's an infrastructure issue more than anything else, I think. Not and a technical so- one.
2: We can solve that tomorrow. Um, you know, just you're it's, right, it's, Hunter. It's, we it's
0: can simple- go to slash store <laughs> right now to buy a used pair of Hunter's underwear
2: oh my gosh we should do that we should sell it for two million dollars and you know what you only have to sell one we only have to sell one listen
0: all we need is one rich creep and be honest with (laughs) be honest with yourself rich people the the overlap in that venn diagram is probably larger than you're comfortable with yeah exactly um i totally
2: forget what we are talking about oh so like (laughs) If if you were – so, to me, I'm kind of like, okay, Elon is wanting to change the platform into this everything platform. That's why it's the X. It's going to be the X marks the spot. It's going to be this new place where everything takes place. And, okay, I don't know if that's going to work out. I don't care. It's not my money. It's not my application. If it works, great. As long as Twitter continues to be Twitter, and I just mean that sliver of the function, I'm going to continue to use it. So – I think everybody's losing their mind over something and I don't really get it, quite yeah.
0: honestly. A lot of people who who are very impressed with themselves try and dunk on Elon and it's like, man, I don't see many other people going to Mars lately. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyhow. I mean there's
2: things to not like about him, but I also think to call him an like idiot what, is kind Hunter? of ridiculous.
0: Like what? Like he's making a bigger dent in the gene pool than genghis khan
2: yeah exactly you know and he's got failed marriages and things like that and he he's, he launches you know yeah
0: all will be forgiven if he actually fights zuck
2: that that's true actually that's actually true <laughs> um all right let's
0: get into it let's get into it hunter
2: yeah so we're talking about the republican debate we're I honestly in- thought
0: you were gonna say because he's african which i was like hunter we're not that kind of show <laughs> oh my god speaking of that kind of show um, do you do you want to know? So Steven Crowder, since his Ring video debacle, has been trying to make uh, has been trying to turn Mug Club into a Daily Wire esque sh- like platform with multiple shows Post. on it. Yeah, yeah, like
2: Blaze, like the network he was part of before. Yeah, yeah. okay, great. And great. do you
0: know what his first show is? No no guess guess hunter you is know it it. him is it who
2: is it just steven
0: no okay but if you asked oh god if someone said to you oh no oh god it's him yeah uh, it's the person it, you're thinking of <laughs> is
2: it is oh my gosh i can't think of him
1: alex no, jones
2: that's who i was gonna say that's it's exactly Alex exactly. Jones. You are kidding me. Alex Jones <laughs> and Steven Crowder are on their own no, together.
0: Alex Jones has a show now on on it apparently. I haven't watched it obviously.
2: Alex Jones has a show on the Mug Club Network or you whatever.
0: You got it. You got it, bud. <laughs> wow.
2: If that but, doesn't just say it all,
0: you know. So obviously you couldn't just run InfoWars again cuz InfoWars is yep. is, you know, un- being thing. sued to to the ground. So Hunter, guess what they decided to name it? Oh man, info dump. No, okay. So it's it's the it is the thing that stupid folks do when they're like, you know what? We need a rebrand. We need Alex Jones. Two and that's it's literally the name of the show.
2: It's Alex Jones two
0: And I I read it, and i do you know what I said immediately when I read it? Wow, dude. I said this. No. It doesn't work either, Hunter. You can't just say, you can't just say 2.0 and
2: make it not Alex Jones. I, I, I cannot. I mean, <laughs> between that and the dating contest that he's asking his, okay,
0: I've got to, I've got to be fair about that one. I, I have not watched that in its full context. Ah. Uh... This would be a, this would be a classic Stephen bit that got taken out of context. So I am withholding judgment on that one until I watch okay. it in its very fullest context. If he is actually asking for applications to, for people to date him, that would be the cringiest thing of all time. However, if he's going to get a bunch of cringe subscriptions, so, uh, <clears throat> cringe submissions from his followers trying to date him and then he makes like a super cut of it and posts it and it's hilarious that is actually a great joke and a self-deprecating one so i'm i'm withholding judgment on that one for sure
2: yeah okay fair enough but i don't know that guy is really really just i i think losing it i think we're all kind of watching it happen Um, yeah
0: well and the dave landau stuff is pretty is the most damning the stuff that dave landau came out and said
2: it just can, I mean, well, this is Sven, the computer. This is not gay Jared. This is, I mean, it, it just goes on and on and on. Like there's a pattern now, you know? Where-
0: yeah, there is. And, and not gay Jared had a very cryptic tweet, or should I say X over the weekend, Ooh. which he said something to the effect of, if you're going to be utterly classless, at least try and be funny, which he didn't respond. He didn't say what that was about, but yeah, most people assumed for him.
2: I think not gay. Jared was subtweeting his mom,
0: (laughs) like at dinner. Yeah, she tries. She tries a joke with the waiter, and it doesn't go so well. Yeah, you got it. And so instead of being like, "Mom, that was cringe," you subtweet her.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what that's what the zoomers. That's what we do in
0: our house. That's right. That's right. (laughs) He doesn't have a Twitter, but it doesn't stop brutal to her. Yeah. Um. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know casserole I doxed, I doxed my own mother there that's okay we'll scrub it from the record
2: casserole more like batterle got it
0: no i don't <laughs> for the love of god no more vamping for you okay all right let's talk about these candidates we're gonna the talk thing we about actually are gonna talk about every every gop candidate that we could find and listen there's not we're actually doing a real public service to you here Because there is not a consolidated list of these individuals anywhere on the internet, as far as I can tell. Mm. Um, Maybe on one of the super wonky polling sites. But uh, not everybody's on every poll. Not everybody's on every article. So we are going to give you the, the carpooling definitive list, as far as we can tell, of candidates that are trying to be president in 2024 with an elephant associated with their branding. And uh, tell you what we think. Let me start by saying this. These primaries are perhaps some of the most important primaries that you will have the opportunity to vote in. Um, I'll tell you, in 2016, I did not vote in the primaries. I did not really care. I was not a fan of really anybody that was running. And by the way, you weren't either. I know people like to go back and retroactively pretend like they were the first one that ever... Um, cried while the the dew of Trump's reign was fresh upon the grass but you weren't nobody liked Trump nobody actually took him seriously until he won like four states so shut up Um, but I did not really care I I was I was unenthused about all of the candidates that's that this time around we have a real issue on our hands and the issue is this Trump is at the top of the GOP polls Trump is not at the top of the national polls. Generic Republican has a better shot at beating Biden than Trump. Whatever you think about the guy, however unfair the media is treating him, any other no-named person is doing better than Trump in the polls right now, in the national polls. And there is absolutely no substitute for victory. So if you're a Trump... Till the day you die, guy, Um, either listen to the show and engage in a a dialectic that needs to occur because your man is a loser, or turn the show off now and uh, wrap yourself in a cozy blanket of cognitive dissonance. And when Biden is the president for four more years, you will have no one to blame but yourself, but you'll have the security of your blanket. Um, There is no substitute for victory, period. Period. There's no substitute for victory. Even if you believed another candidate was worse, they would be better than Joe Biden. And at a certain point, we have to play the odds. I'm not saying that Trump can't win. I'm saying that we are we, he is saddled on every single side by a myriad of issues. And that is the type of basket one should not stick all of their eggs in. Okay. Disclaimer out of the way, Hunter. Anything to add to that?
2: no, I think that I think everything you said there is right on the money, you know, I think theres a you know, I don't think that Trump is as strong against Biden as some other people i also um think that. And I think you have to think about that in a couple of different ways. You know, one is, you know, what do the polls say today? That's kind of a moving target because it kind of has to do with the media. But it's also, you know, what's happened in the past, right? Right. And And do you
0: expect the media to get better as things go forward? That's another question you should ask yourself.
2: Right. And I think, you know, you have to also kind of ask, what do you want for the country? Right. Um, you know i think a lot of people held their nose and voted for trump in 2016 and in 2020 right because they were like you know what this isn't my guy he doesn't support the things i want i don't like his rhetoric around elections but i'm not voting for so and so right and i think that so
0: and so was hillary
2: or biden right yeah
0: um, which is just like a reskinned hillary it's hillary dlc
2: that's disgusting uh, that horse armor is really worth the three dollars. It um, is. It is.
0: Well, you you don't want to ride the Hillary into battle without a proper mount.
2: <laughs> Man, we had a good run. <laughs> Man, we had such a good run. Uh, it was
0: going well <laughs> for so long, Hunter. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, I did just check meta, and I did get my suicide request from Madam, Madam Secretary. So <laughs> I am going to have to confirm that because there's no delete button. Yeah, that's weird. There's yeah, hey. slowly growing in size and taking over my monitor. It's actually breaking out of the Firefox window, which yeah. means she has kernel access to my operating oh. system.
2: Oh, she just slid it under the door to oh, my that's office. that's That's
0: neat. That's neat.
1: That's efficient.
0: <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Bezos. Maybe take notes.
2: Why is my desk growing a mouth? Anyway. Hey, <laughs> so. Hunter. Hunter,
0: did you send me a centigram? What is that? <laughs> almonds?
2: <laughs> um, but, but, yeah. And I think you have to think, who is going to appeal uh, to the not-so-hardcore
0: Trump voter? Put a pin um, in that one second. Jamie, is it almonds? cyanide is supposed to smell like something all right go ahead hunter jamie will be on that
2: yeah you know who like you know there's the, the there's the trump loyal group right but who is the conservative republican going to vote for that old school conservative republican and that's then a who, huge point and then who is the independent that leans to the right going to vote for right uh, like who in buffalo new york who are they voting for Right, think about that person, right? Um, and then, at least I think Buffalo, New York, is one of those places.
0: If yeah, Buffalo are, is generally conservative. They came with the Buffalo Wing Hunter. Never mind. That's not so, some that's not some wristed coffee fla- coffee drinking flannel wearers. Oh wow! No, those Take are hard hard working flannel wearers. Flannel wearers <laughs> with with very sturdy wrists.
2: Yes, yes.
0: If only flannel could have brought us together, but it just wasn't strong enough. Mm. Uh, Jamie, do you have that answer for me? Maybe.
1: Bitter almonds, which quite frankly, in my opinion, no longer makes it smell like almonds.
2: Huh, that's weird because you can't smell.
0: Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, thanks for sharing your opinion, considering your olfactory sense is a a, a processor. what? <laughs> why would we <laughs> be interested in... What your opinion on smells were? That's crazy. Um, all right. So anyway, I just wanted the folks at home to know that I pulled that from the very back of my mind, but that's how accurate we are on this show. That even when we make up the sense of poisons, we are right on the money. Um, so anyway, nice. I just uh, I just wanted to
1: make sure everyone was aware of that. Yeah, so. we call Ryan Gosling Kevin. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. That hap- that's in the past, and th- it's just like a computer, isn't it? To live in the past. <laughs> Yeah, you are you're the way back machine, except for you still get to talk. You get to interrupt me instead of the other way around. All right, Hunter. So you were saying?
2: So Christopher, I'm a huge fan of the now somewhat defunct website Five Thirty Eight. You know, they they kind of they didn't always have the opinions I agreed with, but if you like the horse race of politics, there's no better. There was no better website on the internet than Five Thirty Eight, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Maybe you could have gone to real clear politics, but I really think 538 was kind of like the fun, exciting, you know, what do these polls actually mean? Um, they're gone, right? But we're going to take... Did something,
0: what happened to them? Nate Silver went they, missing?
2: Disney basically cut the staff by a lot, and Nate Silver got the boot. So if Nate's not there, 538 doesn't exist. Yeah, that's right? true. Okay, so, go ahead. But he's, he has a sub stack if you want to go listen to him there. And I feel oh, like I Nate don't. is... Well, I feel like Nate is kind of like where I would put – he's a little bit to the right of Matt Iglesias, right? and But not – but still pretty far – but on the left side of the political spectrum. He's yeah. writing some really good stuff, actually. He was talking about
0: like – He's written some really good stuff, I'm sure.
2: Yes, sure. He was writing uh, some stuff that was basically talking about the purple middle and just about how the whole – how we're kind of left out of the discussion and the politics – of everything, and it, I think it's actually re- some really interesting stuff. But yeah, all that he, say- he and
0: Matt both have some interesting opinions, but they are both prone to fall down the identity politics rabbit hole into Wonderland, where it's like I don't see yeah. how you, a, a rational human being, which you clearly are, can hold on to both of these ideas simultaneously. It just gets kind of goofy.
2: I really think you're you're more in Matt's camp there than you are Nate's. But yes, um, well,
0: yeah, I I would agree that Matt does that. Far more frequently. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, so all of that to say is that one of the best ways to kind of like cut out some of the noise, because boy, is there a lot of noise in this primary, is to look at who's making it the debate stage. And then who really has a shot in that debate stage? And that's kind of what we're going to do
0: for you today. Except Hopefully- for backwards. We're going to start with the worst <laughs> the worst candidates. Yes, exactly. And then go to the best. Yep. Um, and we might not get that perfectly at the bottom here there's a lot of also rants but you think we're gonna leave them out no i told you this would be a comprehensive list and it will be a comprehensive list 100 it started out there was 136 candidates that were all running
2: wait you actually did this yeah 136 unfortunately
0: chris christie ate most of them
2: oh my gosh
0: so now there's only like what 11 or 12 10 or 11 left sure because sure, whatever, you whatever can, whatever you if you want see for a picture bit. of him, you can see it. It's like, man, someone's been hungry. But yeah, so does Chris Christie have a shot? Well, it depends. Can he find it in his ap- appetite to eat 10 or 11 more people? Oh but in my opinion, unless he physically eats all of the other candidates, I don't think he's got a shot. Okay. Hunter, what do you think about Chris Christie? Old Gov- Governor Chris.
2: Um, you know, Chris Christie is sitting at 3.1% right now in the polling averages, which actually makes him pretty close to Nikki Haley. Um, so one thing that, you know, besides the appeal of, you know, being from New Jersey, being a well-known name, people know the name Chris Christie, right? And he was in the 2016 debates for president. Um, he is a favorite among moderates. Uh, and uh, liberals as well. He has some, he's very, very anti-Trump, which of course plays well to the Washington Post, New York Times crowd, right? Mm -hmm. And he also has some very, very moderate views compared to the GOP. So um, I think what that essentially means is yes, you're going to see a bump for Chris Christie because some people are going to sign up for him. They're going to be interested in him as a candidate, but he is definitely not going to have the sticking power to make it as a GOP presidential candidate uh it's just that simple so
0: he he's he's imbibed deep from the poison flower of being openly anti trump um Mm. without and really to the point where he stopped acknowledging the good that trump has done and so i think that that is not that's not a path for victory there like it or or not and uh also he is going to be rather sluggish on the debate stage considering he's eaten so many candidates
2: that is actually probably where you're wrong if you're just tuning into the debates on Friday to see like people knock each other's teeth out because maybe you're into that sort of stuff Chris Christie is the person to watch on Friday night
0: oh I don't mean actually I meant physic like I didn't mean oh. a, 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 intellectually <laughs> I meant physically yeah listen in a foot race uh, uh, Haley oh beats gosh. Christie you know oh what I'm gosh. saying? And it's because she's not weighed down by the muscles and tendons of so many dead candidates. Oh my goodness. That that he ate. Are are you done, sir? No.
2: I know. I don't know uh, why I asked.
0: But but no. Okay, so to your point, for the actual debate stage, you should watch him because Marco Rubio was doing pretty well in the 2016 primaries when Governor Chris Christie took a handgun out put it to his own temple stood next to Marco Rubio and killed them both with one bullet and it was something to behold yeah. but it was it was an absolute devastating attack that he made basically pointing out that Marco Rubio never answers any questions he only repeats what what Christie called his quote 25 second speech and annihilated the guy so uh, could that happen again? Could he, like, maybe take aim at Vivek Ramaswamy and just just completely remove him from the equation? He's done it before, so definitely yeah. is going to be fun to watch.
2: And one, this is a little meta, but one thing you have to think about is, if you remember back to the uh, 2020 presidential election, there was basically this one day where uh, Bernie was basically within spitting distance of Biden and... Uh, I can't remember, is Buttigieg and one other member of the Democratic Party right before Super Tuesday said, hey, I'm out and you should vote for Biden. And it was like this very coordinated move. And so potentially Christie is a GOP plant there to remove somebody that they don't like. And that's important to keep in mind because maybe he is, maybe he's not. You know, it's kind of one of these things where who knows where the parties are manipulating us. Right. Right.
0: Right. But he is such a rhino that if. Yeah, Yeah. 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 If. But he wasn't a politician; <laughs> he would be in the zoo. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh. Oh my. Anyhow. Yeah. Um. So. All right. Anyway. Let's talk
0: about someone who actually has the least possible chance of winning. Okay. Like Christie is at three percent; he's not going to win, but you know he's got a chance. Hunter, who do you think is actually the the lowest bet? What's what is the darkest horse in this race?
2: So right, and so maybe this. Not in this race, but on the debate stage, we'll we'll caveat it with that. That's going to be
0: Doug Burgum, um, and I know <laughs> who. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let me let me just tell you the only fact that you need to know right now about Doug Burgum: he might win the whole thing. Who knows? He might be a genius. Yeah. But he offered twenty dollar gift cards for anyone that would sign up to help him, basically make the the support threshold for the debates. So this is a guy that's literally using campaign funds to bribe people to care about him. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This is like how Hunter used to make friends in high school. Yes.
2: Uh, Not the first person to do this. This is actually becoming a trend. Uh, Was it Yang Christopher who was doing the universal? Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, he didn't say, like, here's a $20 Visa gift card, go buy it. But he did 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 do the... Universal basic income stuff.
2: No, no, no. He actually did a... He announced a contest on the debate stage where, like, uh, all of his low-tier donors would be entered to win $1,000 for, like, every month for a year. Oh, uh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. It was something like that. Like I, I, I know
0: I've missed some of the details. I but, will say a thousand dollars every month for a year is a little bit different than a twenty dollar gift card. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. No. No doubt also, about it. That's you can't really say that that's bribing someone because that's, I mean, maybe you're bribing them with a contest, but mm-hmm. it's it's a lot different than everybody here's a twenty dollar gift card. I mean, that's it's there's a slight difference in type there, but anyhow. It, Absolutely. No, you're right. But so Doug Burgum, he's
2: at 0.6% in the national charts. He's a very small, known North Dakota governor. um, And he's kind of there because of this gimmick he had with the gift cards. Who knows? Maybe he's going to be able to say something Friday that just unites everybody. But uh, when you're having to pay your way uh, to get to the debate stage, to be fair, he started his campaign in June. Um, does that stand up against Trump? Yeah. You know, and that's that's Our, kind of it's going to
0: be a, a tough needle to thread. He is a, a as a ex tech entrepreneur, so who knows? Maybe he's got the latest chatbot that can write mm-hmm. responses to the opponents in in real time. Who knows? There you go. Okay, I'll go with my le- my darkest horse in this race. My most outside bet, and that is going to be Larry Elder. Um <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I don't Not even there. <laughs> yeah. He's not making the debate stage, right? Mm-hmm. Is that correct? No, that, that that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't not think going. he was. I can't he is incredibly vanilla. I've never heard him say anything interesting. He's been in and around the media forever, and I just don't think anyone could care less. Larry Elder, it's not gonna happen twenty twenty four.
2: Yeah, he he ran for the governor of California a while back um, in that recall election against Gavin Newsom, if you'll remember, and mm-hmm. basically just didn't chart. And a lot of people thought, hey, the reason that we lost this is because we went with Larry Elder and not someone more moderate in California. Um, you know, and I think that's kind of... Larry is a great radio host. He's fantastic at taking apart people's arguments. Um doesn't necessarily make a good politician if you're that kind of abrasive with people right um you know you kind of have to smile while you tell them they're, they're an idiot and that is not larry's style so
0: yeah. yeah well and i just don't i don't see it as being anything very original sure um, yeah but i will say on his wikipedia page if you look there is a picture and uh, let me just be clear about something never use wikipedia for anything i know that when you were in school, they said Wikipedia is not a reliable source. And then you got to college and they said that Wikipedia was a reliable source. Here, now I'm telling you, no, it, it was actually never a reliable source. But for different reasons than you thought. In high school, you thought Wikipedia wasn't a reliable source because the information wasn't validated. And in college, they told you it was a reliable source because the the diffuse effort of many editors was better than that of a, a small group that was like putting together Britannica or what, whatever but now I'm here to tell you that that is all a sham it's not a diverse group of diffuse editors and specialists that are crowdsourcing this thing it is a small cadre of reddit neckbeards that have a very very strong political agenda that are moderating reddit or I'm sorry moderating uh, Wikipedia, let me tell you this also. Wikipedia does not allow you to use pr- first source, primary source data as evidence to cite an article edit- that you make. They right. only allow secondary source edits. So if you can look at the underlying data of a study, let's say, you yeah. can't publish that to, to Wikipedia until it's been contextualized by one of their approved sources which are all the lefty sources that you can think of. So oh my God. never use it. But I will tell you, in this case, there's a picture of Larry Elder in his high school yearbook from 1970. Good looking dude. <laughs> and that matters. And that, you don't need a secondary source to contextualize. Yeah. But now he looks kind of like the less cool version of the guy who does Family Feud. Yeah. Very which cool. I'm not going to remember his name right now. Jamie? Who's the, guy, who's the guy that does Family Feud, Jamie? Steve Harvey. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. Hunter, who's next on the bottom of the list for you?
2: Uh, Asa Hutchinson. Uh, he's yeah. He's sit, sitting at 0.9%. Uh, um, basically, he's the hate-trump-the-mostiest candidate. Um, you know, probably popular with people in the middle, absolutely not popular in the GOP um so he's not he's not going to make it i don't think he has a lot of views that a lot of conservative republicans would sign up to uh asa hutchinson is probably
0: not going to make it past the first debate you know i I would agree with you there i don't have much more to say about him he seems i hope that is
1: his campaign slogan
0: what i'm not going to make it past the first debate um or hate trump the mostiest (laughs) okay perfect yeah that would be a great campaign slogan um Mm. Yeah, I don't think anyone was was uh burning to have an Asa Hutchinson campaign. Don't really know what he's doing. Maybe he just got bored and wanted to throw some money around. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Who does that leave? I'm next. I'm going to choose one. Um let's go with Timothy Scott. Hunter, I think I think you're kind of a Timothy Scott guy. Yeah, uh, so not that he's going to win, but tell us about Tim Scott.
2: So I I like Tim Scott a lot. Um, Tim Scott, I think, would be a great president if America was in a different uh, space. We were kind of talking about this before the show, and you kind of said it best. with the If the left was a different left, Tim Scott would be a great candidate. And I, I think that's it. He has had a really interesting pass. You know, he was not allowed into the Senate floor because someone didn't believe he was a senator despite wearing a pin um he talks uh very eloquently about his time as a black person in america and basically says that america is the greatest country on the face of the planet and he's very realistic about all that he looks to the future and what can be done about making america a better nation and solving race problems in this country by essentially people adopting personal responsibility and fathers being fathers and just a, a wonderful view on things and you see it lived out in his own life. Uh, he has very much like this Clarence Thomas story and view and life on the, on this whole matter except he's, you know, a good deal younger than Clarence. Um, and a good deal
0: nicer, I would yeah,
2: say. Yeah, exactly. And that's the other thing is you, you I mean, like... You listen to him talk, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. I mean, one of the most polite people you'll ever meet, just full of kindness, full of goodness, loves Jesus from what he says. And, you know, that you just kind of see that come out. And it's like, man, what a great candidate. And you know what? He's not the right person for the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. It would be great for people to get behind him. But what you need right now is someone who's willing to not necessarily play dirty, but who's willing to fight. And yeah, Tim right. Scott doesn't really have that backbone, it feels like, at least in the way he comes across when he is talking. Maybe that'll change in the debate. Uh, yeah, knows. we'll see
0: on the debate stage. I mean things could change. But but yeah, he does not have the what he does not have the temperament required, in my opinion, right now, to deal with the attacks of the left and the increasing rambunctiousness of some of our Rivals across the globe, he does not seem like the fighter that we need in office at this time. And, and really, while we're talking about that, there's really only four candidates that really seem like they do. Um, have the have the, you know, personality disposition mm-hmm. to actually carry the day. And <laughs> Who for me, do you think those are Ramaswamy, DeSantis, Trump and Haley. OK, yeah. I don't think anyone else really has the gumption. Yeah. So anyhow, I guess that kind of by process of elimination, I I'm, I feel similar to you, Hunter. I like Tim Scott. I just don't think he's got either the the pull nor the backbone to be the guy right now.
2: Yeah, he's currently sitting at 3%, which puts him one or 0.1 points below Chris Christie. However, it's a much more consistent three where you'll see like, Chris Christie will be on five, three, four, two on different polls. Uh, Scott's pretty much hitting three, 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 three. So you know he, it's a little bit stronger three, if you will. Um, yeah. People have their mind more made about Tim Scott than they do Chris Christie. Uh, but but I hear what you're saying about um, those four. I think I think that's correct. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about the one other one then that I think is the the best of the worst. Let's say sure. And that's Mike Pence.
2: Papa Pence, say it right.
0: <laughs> Papa Pence, I hate yeah. that. Um, <laughs>
2: That's why I made you say it.
0: <laughs> let me let me say something about Mike Pence. Yeah. At the vice presidential debate, I was proud to have Mike Pence on the stage. Very yes. pleased to have Mike Pence on the stage. Yes. I think he did one of the most level-headed, thorough, hit jobs that could have possibly been done on the radical left wing agenda when he debated Kamala Harris. And you'll you know that he did a great job on that debate stage because the only narrative that left that room was that a fly landed on his hair, right? And that's mm-hmm. all that anybody could talk about. Um mm. because from a substantive point of view, he annihilated annihilated Kamala Harris and the left wing agenda as she presented it. Mm. He did a very, very sophisticated job on that debate stage. He also... Was against Kamala Harris. Was against, yes. (laughs) So that wasn't, like, super tough. No, but...
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll, I'll put it to you how I've been explaining it to people in my orbit recently. He played Renfield for so long to Donald Trump's Dracula... And now he's acting like he's super indignant about the fact that he's being asked to eat flies. It's not realistic. He did not stand up to Trump for so long when, in theory, he could have in the White House. He refused to. And it ended with, with Trump throwing him completely under the bus on January 6th, which was not fair. But now Trump is still bullying him. Trump is still pushing him around because these Trump indictments, which are vastly political, they're all political. Now, whether or not some of them have substantive merit aside from the politics, we can get into another time. But they're all very political, and some of them lack substance. And Pence can't say that. Pence can't say that because he's so upset at how Trump treated him that Trump is still... uh, living rent free in the in the flaps of of Mike Pence's brain. And so that lack of a backbone that got him to where he is now is the same lack of a backbone that I think makes him him unequipped to deal with the presidential term starting in 2024. And don't get me wrong, I like the guy. I I thought he I think he's calculated and, and intelligent and consistent, he lacks personality, he lacks backbone. Yeah. Any other thoughts on Michael Pence, Hunter?
2: Uh, Mike Pence and, and Tim Scott are fantastic vice presidential
0: candidates. But, oh, 100, know, 100%.
2: They, they appeal to people who are kinder, nicer, and are not as bombastic. Um, they have great messages for America. They hold some of the values that make this country great. But you need someone who can throw a punch, and you need someone that can look Trump in the face and say you're a buffoon. And it's not one of those guys. Yeah. So
0: I think that the best president vice presidential picks right now are actually Haley and Tim Scott, and that that's because Mike Pence's brand is completely ruined with some of these these crazy MAGA coalition people. You're right. um, Who actually believe the lie that Mike Pence could have done anything about the twenty twenty sixteen 2016 or 2020 election which he absolutely could not have if you are listening to the show and you believe that just go ahead and turn the show off we're not talking to you you're so <laughs> politically and legally retarded that you don't deserve to hear the tone of my voice if you actually think that there was a method of legal rec- recourse that mike pence could have taken to change the outcome of the 2020 election you are a buffoon of the highest order Okay, and as that's
2: Chris, as Christopher's vice presidential uh, podcast host, let me just <laughs> <laughs> let me just step in here to say that uh, you should do some soul searching and really see if that's true and if there actually is something there. And I think what you will find is that you have been hoodwinked. And I, I the sooner you can remove that lie from you, the happier and more on the mission of truth and justice you will be. Uh, God bless America.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why aren't we running? Can you imagine the pure star power? I mean, if if this podcast didn't exist and people couldn't look up things that I've actually said, how strong the Carl and Carl ticket would be.
2: Oh, man, it'd be unstoppable. (sighs)
0: Unstoppable.
2: Yeah, yeah no doubt about it um
0: get the two of us in a room with xi jinping mm-hmm. short little <laughs> bastard that he
1: is jamie as press secretary
0: well well <laughs> let's not get ahead of ourselves i don't know that we're i mean like listen ai is getting pretty advanced i'm not sure we're ready to give you rights okay so i will work
1: it- on my cadence
0: yeah okay, that well, would help well, that's fun how you stepped on my sentence when you said <laughs> that so i suppose you'll keep working on it then um <laughs> all right <laughs> let's <laughs> let's all keep right, going so uh, let's go to I the saddest jumped, part of the show oh, i kind of
2: jumped it i kind of jumped on the mike pence why don't you go with the next one because i know who you're gonna take
0: yeah this is the saddest part of the show for me
2: mwah
0: in fourth place, yeah. one of my one of my first true political loves and crushes. I'll be honest; I'm man enough to say it. I had a crush on Nikki Haley. She's beautiful. She's from South Carolina. She's, I don't know, what is she? Indian American? Yeah. Yep. Yep. She's super cool. Okay, she's super cool and. She was um, a a fantastic governor. She led South Carolina through some really tough times. And in addition to that, her work as ambassador to the United Nations was phenomenal. And some of the sound bites that came out of that where she would just give full-throated, unapologetic defenses of American hegemony, I thought were brilliant. I'm a huge Nikki Haley fan. And I don't think she's running a very good campaign. Yeah. Also, I think that she was so well positioned with her her. I like Trump some days, I don't like Trump some days. It all depends on how he acts, mm-hmm. which was such a brilliant stance to take, I think. I think she took the bait. I think she took the, the attack Ron DeSantis bait. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. I, I don't find it to be sincere. I don't find it to be s- sincere to who she used to be or used to tell us that she was and without that differentiating factor which was really really her star power was I'm going to tell it like it is no matter who's listening I think in that moment that left for me and so as sad as I am to say it I don't think Nikki Haley will make it I think that this this election cycle has damaged her reputation even among her most ardent supporters so i've said what i need to say about Haley. yeah so even though we're putting her at like our
2: number four spot right or how we would rank everybody and their likelihood to make the nomination i guess or however you want to put it necessarily um, she's actually trailing behind Mike Pence by a whole 1.1 points. So Pence is sitting at 4.4%, Haley is at 3.3%, putting her a good 0.2% above Chris Christie and 0.3 above Tim Scott. So that kind of yeah. gives you the lay of the race. And, and um, also
0: this is this list of, of there's no real listing happening here but let me just say that if in my opinion she would make a better president than Mike Pence. Um,
1: yeah,
2: I I agree I agree I mean, with that. I yeah. I would I would sign up for that. I, I kind of feel the same way about she, about her as you do. Um, I, I kind of wonder if we heard some sound bites and that kind of painted this picture of someone. But then I also look at her record in South Carolina, and I'm really impressed. You also got to think that Nikki Haley, and maybe not because we don't know so much of her policies, but you think she's somebody that would, that would really appeal uh, to the country. Right, like she was probably going to be more attractive to independence than Biden and Trump, right? Um, this very level-headed, younger person who who's done some really difficult things, objectively worked... handsome. Right, right. She's worked in a very, very difficult uh, s- circumstances in her state as they related to race, and came out of the other side of them stronger than when they happened. Um, you know, she kind of has this message also of growing up Indian in America when there were some aspects of that that were kind of frowned upon. Um, you know, she she has a story that appeals to a lot of people and she's very strong in her conservative beliefs. Right. You know, she the things she said at the United Nations, the things she said since then, this what you kind of pointed out, this very good balls and strikes calling with Donald Trump. Um, Nikki Haley has some fire to her, and unfortunately, I I really agree with you. I feel like her campaign has just kind of never found its footing. Um, I think she was one of the first people, Chris, if you remember, to announce that she was running for president, and I really think that was a mistake too, and I think it was the wrong move to hit DeSantis, Um, although I think there's a little bit more to that um, than just – you shouldn't do friendly fire, but that seems to be what the Republican party is going to be up to. This whole campaign is friendly fire all the way down.
0: Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll get into it in a second, but I I will say if there's one silver lining about her campaign so far, it's that for some reason, for whatever reason, Chris Christie has not physically eaten her yet. And that, that to me is at least, you know, a happy story to tell in these trying times.
2: I will say this. I think if you're looking for people to watch on Friday night who are going to make a splash and could possibly surprise you with what they say, Nikki Haley and Chris Christie are the two we've talked about so yeah. far. H- Haley
0: has the most experience at this kind of thing um, in in rooms that are a lot less friendly than the one she's going to yeah. on on uh, Friday. so i'm I'm excited to see what she does. Same. All right, Hunter, I want to talk about the most interesting candidate, I think, that is on the campaign trail. And I don't see myself ever voting for this individual, oh, but I really? could be proven wrong. But by far the most outside angle, um, kind of kind of a repeat of how weird it was that Trump was running, except for even more no-name than Trump. Let's talk about Ramaswamy. Um, I don't like him. Okay, tell us why.
2: Uh, His whole, listen, I, I think he's a smart guy. I think he has some good points, blah, blah, blah. Um, His whole, okay, he is not a political animal, right? He doesn't know how governments work or things like that. He doesn't, he has no experience in the realm. Uh, and he wants to throw his hat in for the presidency. That's kind of the thing if you had told me before 2016, I would have been all about. Um, and now I'm not so sure right now. Now I'm not sure that's necessarily the best thing. Um, what I will say, the major thing that throws me off to Vivek, uh, is that he, when he announced his campaign, he said he was on a mission to, uh, what not revitalize. What is the thing that they do at churches? Um, revival. He wants to revive the American spirit, and you're like, okay, well, that's that's an interesting idea. W- what what is the the America spirit that you're wanting to revive? And his answer is, I'm on a quest to figure that out because we don't know what it is anymore. And I'm like, if you don't know what it is, why in the world are you running for president? Yeah, what What are you
0: actually selling me?
2: If if this is your if your campaign, you're summing it up and is I'm going to revive America. And then people go, "Great, what does that mean?" And he goes, "And that's what we're going to find out if you elect me president." I'm like, "Nope, I'm done. I, I you're a moron. I don't have, see you don't I, have a plan."
0: I'm kind of on the other side where it's like, "Okay, I, again, if I could vote for Trump, Biden, or random, I'd vote random." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I would spin that die. Sure. And so like I I'm interested in Vivek. He said a couple of things that are like seem politically wild like he wants to raise the voting age to 25. Yes. All right, let's do it. Let's see what happens. He wants to just randomly give guns to people in Taiwan? Absolutely. <laughs> like why not? I'm here for it. Okay. <laughs> I love that idea. Okay. Um, I there's a couple of things like that where he's such like a, a entrepreneur, bro. Uh, yeah. mentality such a wild card that I almost I'm just like alright sure let's give it a shot that being said that's a double edged sword that's something that can easily be used against him in a general election and I'd much rather have some something more solid so yeah. I don't necessarily dislike him but I, I and I don't mind the randomness but let me say this on any normal day the guy who goes we're gonna find out the answer together I'm like okay alright you're a dumb dumb. You know what I'm saying?
2: I will say the things that you find exciting about him are the very things that turn me off about him. Um, however, it doesn't look like I'm in the majority because the the candidate that I want is Tim Scott, right? And so like well, that's what, Tim... you're
0: you're like basically an accountant without the sex. Exactly, and like, but but, but
2: like that—that—that is what I want my president to be like. I want him to go there, do his job, and go home, right? And and not bother me and let me do and let me live my life. That's old.
0: That's too old school, Hunter. That's too old school.
2: Apparently, it is because you know Scott isn't even half the percentage that Ramaswamy is. Ramaswamy is sitting at seven percent. Yeah. So you know he he's well on his way. Um, and you know, what I'll say this for him too. He's young, and that's one thing I really do like about the Republican field. Is there are, there is a lot of young people in it, and I think that that's important as we continue to elect geriatric people to the office. Um, yeah,
0: unfortunate for Chris Christie, as he does uh, <sighs> oh he does God. seem to prefer the dry aged. It's just got a different a different umami to it. <laughs> I wanna, but for I most of us, that is behind. a huge benefit. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Let's get down to to the meat and potatoes here. Yeah, Uh, let Trump's not coming. Here's here's what we got to say.
1: I don't know about the rest of (laughs) you, motherfucker. I'm voting for DeSantis.
0: (laughs) It's that simple. I'm voting for DeSantis. Um, (laughs) I think (laughs) I think that here's the thing: the media are out in full force to make Ron DeSantis seem like a weirdo and uh, a loser. And there's all these weird sound bites about him. On the other side, they can't shut up about Donald Trump. And Mm -hmm. they're constantly pushing the increase the Donald Trump support button, which is basically prosecute him and Mm -hmm. persecute him and make it Mm -hmm. seem like he's at the center of a grand conspiracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are hijacking our, uh, our ideation about the election. They're making... Trump seemed like a righteous Templar fighting the hordes of Necrons that are assaulting his space caravan, and yet they're trying to make Ron DeSantis look like, you know, a dude in the corner with his coloring book upside down. When the media, which is left-leaning and partisan and basically just White House cutouts at this point, tell you, I don't want you to run this guy, I want you to run this guy, listen to them. Listen to them. They are terrified of Ron DeSantis and they would want nothing more than to run against Donald Trump again. Here's the reason why. There's a couple of reasons why. One, they don't actually believe that that Donald Trump is the reincarnation of Hitler. They want you to actually believe that as an individual, but they don't actually believe that because they are willing to bet their hand against him. If you could take Donald Trump, if you could take Adolf Hitler out of the voting pool entirely. You would do it. It doesn't matter who he's running against, right? Unless yeah, it's like fair. Mao and Lenin. You would get yeah. rid of him. You're like, that is not an acceptable alternative to risk. They're not choosing to do that. They're choosing to plus Trump in the polls. And the reason they are choosing that is because they don't actually believe that he's as bad as he As they say he is, although they want you to believe that. Secondly, they believe that they can beat him. They believe that they can beat him because they've poisoned his brand. They've poisoned his image with independence. Look at how he's doing with independence, even against someone like Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis is blowing him away among independence. And independence will decide this election. Here's the third thing. Trump promised to to clear out the swamp. He promised to fight the deep state. He failed. He failed. He had four years to do it. He failed. His entire political career was dogged by the deep state which is real yet he was unable to make any meaningful change about it in the meantime ron desantis has already gotten rid of what this year like what four prosecutors that are refusing to do their job in his own state. He's gone and fought the cultural battles with aplomb and efficacy. He is fantastic at the day-in, day-out operations of running his state and has proven that he is a calculating and shrewd politician in both the active governance and the strong will defense of his moral and ethical and political positions and principles there, that's my whole game in a nutshell. Ron DeSantis is more electable and he's more efficacious at doing what he said he's going to be doing. And that's leaving aside this entire cataclysm of lawsuits that Donald Trump is going to be facing. And let me be very clear with you. These are political cases. Some of them have no legal standing. Some of them are 100% Trump's fault. That doesn't mean that they should have been brought because this is truly Banana Republic stuff. And I I really, really do believe that. And Hunter, at some point in the near future, we're going to have to talk about how there are certain crimes that you don't prosecute when you are are targeting the opposite political party because prosecuting them is worse than the alternative. I mean, we're going to have to have this Banana Republic lock up your opposition discussion at some point. Mm -hmm. That being said... That being said, Trump knew he was under a massive amount of scrutiny. He was he was fighting off a political a political stunt from the Hillary campaign for 3 years into his presidency that was based on nothing, and yet he refused to live beyond reproach. He refused to live above the law. And so, for things like the classified documents case, it's entirely his fault. He can't blame anyone but himself, but he puts his pride and he puts his strange undulating constantly changing desires over the good of the american people and that's exactly why the uh, documents case exists he knew that he was a target he refused to care and he is paying the price he that's that's going to hurt him in the general election it's going to boost him in the primaries and hurt him in the general and there's no substitute for victory there's no substitute yeah. for victory and so far DeSantis. Has had no scandals. DeSantis has made no major mistakes. And very few minor ones. Um now, is DeSantis's campaign as powerful as I wish it was? No. He needs to get out and start slapping things. But from a from a governance perspective, very bright, very effective at dealing with the media, very effective with dealing with the cultural the cultural battles. Um, you can imagine that him dealing with with homegrown opponents is how he'll treat foreign rivals in a federal a federal position and he doesn't miss so far. He hasn't missed.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Um, tell us what you think, Hunter.
2: You know, here here here's why you need to here's something you need to know. Trump's not showing to the debate up to the debate stage. You know what and what a douche. That that exactly. And that that is basically uh, it's a little cowardly. It's saying you have to vote for me or else sort of deal. Um, there's a lot of things that I don't like about that. I, I think you owe it to the American public. to. And this, this is one thing I want to say, and I want people to hear it. Trump is a loser. He lost. He's not a winner. He's a loser. And losers suck. And we seem to have forgotten that. Losers don't do anything for you in politics, okay? Now, if you had to take a bet, if you had the exact same people going up in an election, right, that had already happened and everyone had already decided who was going to win that election, what in the world do you think people will do the second time? Will they repeat what they did in the first time or will they suddenly change? Let me tell you something. Nobody's opinion on Trump has changed except more people dislike him now than they did before
0: the election in 2020. Right. Well, and let, me, a- let me add something to that, Hunter. Say you're one of these morons who thinks that he won the, the 2020 election. First of all, you have no evidence for that. Only wish casting. And I think that you're a dum-dum for it. Second, has he given you a prescriptive plan as to how he can lose an election due to fraud when he is in the white house but somehow will win an election this time when he's a complete outsider has he given you a prescriptive plan about how it is that he lost and how now that he will win because let me tell you this if you actually believe that he lost that or that he won the 2020 election what is different this time around if he's got to go against the denizens of the deep state, what's different this time around that is going to change that? How many, how many promises are you dum-dums going to believe in that never come to fruition? How many cues do you need who never deliver you the goods until you realize that maybe you're just wish-casting into the void? How many times does it have to happen? How many times do we have to lose before you realize that you've been hoodwinked and swindled by people that you think are on your side. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, do, would- I believe that I'm not a never-Trumper. If Trump wins the primary, there's a 99% chance I vote for him. And if he wins, there's a 100% chance I celebrate. I'm not a never-Trumper. I'm not one of these people that don't think he did anything good for the Republic. But here's what I do believe. He cares more about himself than he cares about anybody else. And he might even care about you more than he cares more than let's say Biden cares about you i think that that's true i think that trump genuinely does care about the average american more than joe biden cares about the average american that doesn't that doesn't mean that he's not a self-important loser mm. and and he has made every single second of his campaign and really his entire life since his defeat in 2020 a recapitulation of that loss and his own personal failures and not about a positive prescriptive direction for our country. And if you think that Trump and his lawsuits are the most important things happening in America, um, I, and more importantly, every single solitary independent disagrees with you. They disagree with you. So uh, here's my big appeal if you are in the republican party or you're a conservative i'm i am asking that you get involved and vote in your primary elections and also i'm imploring you that when you do you think about somebody who that who can win who maximizes our chances of getting rid of joe biden whose spending policy is sending us into an economic miasma that will take potentially decades to recover from. Our inflation is out of control. Our our federal military hegemony is being challenged all over the globe. The prestige of America and its defense of our allies, its defense of critical locations like Taiwan, is being questioned by every adversary. Our pullout of Iraq made us seem insanely weak on the world stage. We spend uh, more time... I'm sorry, Afghanistan made us seem extremely weak on the world stage. We f- spend more time talking about li- lying to students about giving them back money for their student loan debts than we do focusing on actual issues like the southern border or health care reform in our country. We are being slowly suffocated by Joe Biden and his puppet masters and their leftist neo Marxist ideology. I cannot afford to spend four more years and you cannot afford to spend four more years wish casting for Donald Trump. Q never showed up. Neither did the votes. How long are you going to keep being a dum dumb about it? Seriously, how long are you going to keep being an idiot ab- about things that aren't real that never happen? And you, you're promised the evidence. Just, just a couple more months. Just a couple more months. Anytime now we're going to release the documents, we're going to release the lists, we're going to release the passenger log and the client list. Did it ever happen? No. Are you going to keep adding layers to this grand conspiracy so that you can maintain your lack of cognitive dissonance that you so desperately crave at this point? Are you going to keep giving the benefit of the doubt to people that you have, have never once produced the goods for you? We cannot afford to continue wish-casting. There is no substitute for victory. There is no substitute for victory. And the the writing on the wall right now is that DeSantis is better with independence than Trump. By a considerable margin. What are we going to do about that? Are we going to continue peddling in conspiracy theories and, and unprovables? Or are we going to go with the actual data? And also, what do you think Trump is going to do now that he couldn't have done and failed to do in four years? We have, we have no more time for dumb.
2: Um, Christopher is probably the only co-host that can go on a rant, uh, kindly pass you the baton, and then interrupt... You halfway through wait, where he's passing the ton yank it out of your hands, <laughs> and then go on an even more impassioned rant. Uh, it's know, my
0: strongest
2: suit, Hunter. It's it's his strongest suit, and it's also why uh, I'm here to say that as vice president of this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, what I want to just yeah gonna, yeah I, I agree with I'm going
0: to go duct tape myself to the wall opposite my <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I agree with
2: a lot you said, and I don't have a whole lot to add to it, but I, I want to do a little theorizing for the people. Just kind of put some of the bones to what you just said there, right? Um, I, I said Trump is a loser. He lost. You've brought up a great point, which is how is he going to prove to you that he won the election, right? Uh, or how, how what's his plan to get through that? Here's a great thing. If he's not talking about it, even when he's asked about it, like, we're just going to win. We're just going to win because we can win. That's called marketing, which means he doesn't really believe. Okay? That's just important. You can put that in the back of your brain. You can try to think yourself out of that one. But that's what that is. And if you think there's not a better marketer than President Donald Trump who's not willing to lie for what he wants, you're wrong. um, By any stretch of the imagination. Um, You know, DeSantis is the person that appeals to me and to Chris. And the reason is he has proven that he has the ability to effectuate in government what he wants and desires what his constituents want and he's willing to go toe to toe with these guys right he's willing to call a spade a spade he's not going to lie he's going to say what's true and then he's going to put it into political action one of the biggest problems with trump is that he never followed through on that stuff so while everyone just believes he hung the moon he actually never did it and that's one of the things you know where is the wall where is, this, where is the deep state gone? All these things that we kind of think were important to America. The really, if you want to think about it, the worst thing that Trump did, although this made him popular and kind of changed the Republican Party, was some of the tax cuts he got through, right? And that, that I would say, is not necessarily a conservative position, but it was a Trumpian position, and people adopted it because Trump. Um, and that's just what happened there. Uh, I want to say another piece to this, which I think is um, – important to consider is we've already seen Biden and Trump on the debate stage and everybody made a decision. It's not going to change. Nothing's changed since then. Put, put Ron DeSantis in that position now, you know? Yeah. Biden's really unpopular. Biden was just as unpopular, possibly maybe he's a little bit more unpopular now, but not, but not by as much as you think, you know, in 2020 than he, than he is today, you know? Desantis, if given a chance, can mop the floor with that man, and in a way that Trump can't, right? And not in the name calling. Yeah, he, yeah. If if Biden says he calls him something ridiculous, he can punch back, but he's also going to have facts, figures, and a whole example of how he's done this before. Mm. Now, what's wrong with Desantis? The media is out to get him. His campaign has had some really rocky footings, and he has gone too far on some issues for what I would say, moderate liberals. Um, and that, you know, they don't like this stuff with Disney. They don't like the fact that, you know, the, the don't say gay bill, right? The bill that basically said it was wrong to say, to teach kids, I forget which grade it is, but I think it was second or third grade. Third. or Okay, third grade down. Well, he expanded, maybe he, maybe not, who knows exactly how this all works, but that got expanded up to 12th grade. You know, that rubbed people... In the middle of the political aisle the wrong way, because we should be able to talk with, you know, f- seniors and in, in high school about sexuality. You know, sure, that doesn't belong with third graders, but maybe it belongs in. But we got have to have it's
0: at least a discussion that can be had, whereas third graders is not a discussion that can be had.
2: Exactly. And I think certain bad calculations there have hurt DeSantis. It's the same thing that's kind of hurting his campaign right now. He had the wrong people involved. They kind of gave him this stance that really hasn't spoken to the American public. And I think it's hurting him coming out of the gate. Not to mention, the deck is stacked against him. Because everybody, for some crazy reason, wants Trump to be the next president. And the media absolutely want Trump to be the nominee. And, you know what's so... This is so smart. What's so smart, Christopher, is like you can get your enemy to pick the best candidate for you to beat... And you can stack the get deck against him legally, so that even if he wins, you can take him out of the office. Yeah, right. it's, it's a it's, it's
0: a perfect storm that they're running right now. Smart, and, so smart. And the the QAnon, a thousand mules, gullible sector of the right wing is falling for it. Mm-hmm. You're falling it's, for it.
2: So I say all that to say is you know is everything perfect in Ron DeSantis? world? No, of course not. Nothing's perfect about any of these candidates. Is he the person that we need right now, and the person that showed up, and the best thing that ever happened to the GOP as far as governors go in my lifetime? Absolutely. And so to get in the way of that, because of some personal loyalty, or because you want to be right about the 2020 election, is preposterous. One last thing. Everyone talks about the donors for DeSantis. So What? You know why those donors showed up? Because he got stuff done. Right. And because people knew exactly what we're saying to you right now. Right? It's already been done with Trump. Okay? And Trump Trump's hey, already lost to this corpse. Yep. And hey, Trump may pull it off. You know, it's percentages, they're close. Maybe he wins. I think that's unlikely. And I think if he does, it's going to be a nail-biter. And I think if you put DeSantis in, maybe it's not a nail-biter anymore. And I think that's what we want. So there I, you
0: go. I agree. I agree. Also, I would like to apologize. It's 2,000 meals, which is nearly 100% more meals than I quoted you. That's fair. That's um, fair. That doesn't make the documentary even any less specious. Right. Um, which, which, by the way, uh, I can't remember what group it was. Yeah. It w- was it Send Reuters? Your data. Somebody asked for it, yeah, re- very recently said, we'd like to verify this. And the makers of the documentary and Dinesh were like, no, <laughs> uh, that doesn't bode particularly well for you. Here's the thing regardless of what happens in the primaries and on the debate stage, and we're going to be following it along and keeping you updated as listeners of Carl Pulling, um, one thing that we can all take solace in is just. You know, from a basic physics perspective, Chris Christie's not going to be able to eat all of us. It oh just God. simply doesn't make sense.
2: I I keep thinking you're done with it,
0: but you just won't stop. He's just so fat. Okay. Um, anyhow, uh, that that is what it is. I I'm right there with you, Hunter. Maybe Trump pulls this one out, and if he does, no one will be happier than me. I mean, I like I said, I have no allegiance. I only want victory and that is how we should treat our politicians this cult of personality stuff is stupid and and it does not it does not help us achieve our goals and goals at this level really do affect the lives of everyday americans so we ought to be dedicated to them but mm. that is that all right rate the show thanks for those of you who did send us a question at at carpooling@gmail.com Follow us on our socials. Our shows at Carl Pulling. I'm at Chris X, Chris X Carl. Hunters at Emotional Carl, and uh, buy some merch. Carl store. You can get yourself a cool T-shirt, a mug, T. You know, uh, d- uh, mask. Uh, mm. There might secretly be a, a special mask you can buy there. I don't recommend yeah. it, but yeah. it's up to you.
2: It'll turn you into a Naruto.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's say that you're the former governor of New Jersey, and. You wake up. If Chris Christie fu- eats, you, you in should a, get tested. A fugue state, <laughs> and you're looking around, and you feel your hypoglycemic index just spiking. I already told not, you the joke. You're jokes. not sure why. <laughs> around you, you see the corpses of other candidates gnawed on with bite marks in their bones and the marrow sucked out. You <laughs> listen. You're Chris Christie, and you're at serious <laughs> risk for heart attacks. So you might want to go get tested. <laughs>